Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, good to have you back on another episode of Unfiltered. It is episode number 86, and just like uh, his uh, titled book to be, we'll just call this Gibby, because it's that, it's that simple. <laughs> this, is, this is the Gibby show, even though you're on Unfiltered. You can jump on the Revolution at Casey Stern, get in the Twitter bio, and get on the YouTube channel. Of course, you're listening everywhere you get Apple and uh, Spotify and all your podcasts. Now, I- I'm also trying to improve my my ratings in Canada, so we welcome in the the host of the number one sports podcast in all of Canada, uh, Mr. John Gibbons. Gibby, I, I appreciate it. Did you expect that you would get the reaction? You know you're a beloved guy, and you are. I mean, you got to feel that and know that because your personality, you're a sincere dude. You've always been that way. But did you think you'd get the reaction that you've had? No, Casey, no, I didn't. But you know what? It's funny because, you know, I, I've managed in Toronto twice, right? And so I tell everybody, you know what? You can, you can fool Canadians twice, you know? So, so my, I don't, as far as my popularity goes, who knows? You know, it, uh, it's, it's funny. My first go-round up there wasn't, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't good. You know, uh, they, they didn't know me. The team wasn't very good. And that, you know, usually goes hand in hand uh with your popularity and then things picked up my second go round you know and I, I i uh i actually uh let let my guard down a little bit and got to know some people and then you know when the team plays well you know what they like you a little bit more so and then it's been you know what then things have just developed i met i uh got some great friends up there that i've met over the years and uh, and believe it or not uh Canadians are a lot like Americans, at least I'll put it this way, Americans down south. Let me put it that way, you know, uh-huh. and, uh, and so that maybe that's where we hit it off or, or uh, who knows. But the, I miss it up there. There's no doubt. You would think you're in Toronto with the amount of beloved like nature. So where for people who think because I bet you there are people who are like, well, he must be here because like he's so locked in still with the gym. Where, where are you? Where, 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 where's home for you? San Antonio, Texas. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know, the way all, with the way the crap's going in the U.S. down here, I may move up there, you know. Well, you know, yeah. you get all those you get all those Hollywooders, you know, the movie stars, they, they threaten, well, if this happens, this has, I'm moving somewhere else. Well, now that I'm you gonna, did it, now that you I'm did it, shit's it. really going to go down now. <laughs> I, you uh, jumped, so you, you got on Twitter, and how you're not still... I don't even understand how the verified thing work. I don't even remember years ago when I got a blue check. I don't even think, I don't know if I, if you, you have to give, like, you got to like uh, give ID. I don't even know what happens. Like we, we don't get you verified yet still. I can't, I can't believe that. How do we fix that on Twitter with that blue check mark? Yeah, there was like a little hang up, you know, um, at first my daughter was helping me out, setting up the, uh, the social media stuff. And then another, the, the, my, uh, my co-host there, John Arizzi, was also, you know, he, they, everybody had access to the, the stuff we're sh- shooting out at the beginning, right? Now I do it all. But, but I, th- I think when the, they tried to get verified, it was the fact that, you know, there's the account was in two other people's names or something. So maybe it was a little bit, they were a little suspicious. But, but then you try to call somebody to get, you know, to get verified. Oh, yeah. You know, forget and, that. Oh, shit. Are you, yeah, you get so, nobody on the phone. Yeah. So, you know, regardless, you know, I don't know if that matters, but I'm, you know, it'd be kind of nice. Kind of be. How, how many people you know, early on thought it wasn't you? Cause like you put out the funny part is I saw that like a, a so I saw the conversations you were having on Twitter and it's like you know there's videos of you and you're just chilling out hanging out so if it wasn't you what is somebody like what are you being robbed like how could it not be you I can understand if you didn't have videos but I couldn't believe people still didn't like 
is it really you? No, it's you, bro. I mean, are you still getting that? It could have been my ex-wife, man. But she had. All <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, it's it's me. You know, uh, it's me. <laughs> like oh, it or not, I I love it. So you 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 get on Twitter and social media, and you've had an unbelievable reaction. Then you start the pod. What what have you? Liked about doing this. You're two episodes in. Yeah, JD, right? Yeah, Donaldson first. I know I saw the Manoa one. I want to talk about that too. Like, what's it been like being in this short side of it, kind of on, on this end? I mean, are you having fun with this? Are you enjoying it? I know you're only two episodes in, but you having fun? Yeah, I, I really am. Um, you know, once a week, the rest of the week, I don't do anything, you know, pretty, and, I'm, and I'm really good at that, you know. It's, hey, uh, hey, you need that. You deserve that a little well, downtime. I don't know that case, but uh, yeah, and you said earlier you're on your eighty some eighty something one. Yeah, yeah. So we've been at it a while, but you know what? It is. You know, I I I enjoy talking baseball. I enjoy talking to other people, and you know, all you gotta do is throw a little BS around, man. You know, and sometimes and uh, yeah. Well, you know this business. You've you've answered enough questions. You might as well ask somebody now. Are are you are you sitting there and doing all of this yourself? Now your kids are helping you out, so give me kind of like what's what's the production? Pro- are you are you got you got kids involved in terms of like helping you figure out how to do all this? Well, no, my my kids, you know, if I has if I need something like hey, uh, they're your phone or friend. Hey, hey Jordan, I, I, what do I do out here on Instagram, man? This is <laughs> and, and then my, you know, it's funny. My 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 one of my sons called me the other day. And he said, "Dad, be careful. Uh, you start following some people in uh, on on Instagram." I said, "Why?" Well, uh, yeah, I said. I, I, you know, whatever, why he, he goes, well, he said something about doc rivers got, uh, was following some people or something. And they came out with some, some crazy loony site or something. Well, I don't know what it was. And he says, that's what, you know, they, they grabbed that. I said, Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. You know? Uh, so that's, that's kind of, maybe it's too late. I don't know. But, uh, so they've been helping me with that as far as the, you know, John Rizzi, who's my partner on there. Uh, you know, we knew some people and, in uh, you know, we, we, we got a gentleman named Mark and, uh, you know, he's kind of putting everything together and he's, he was big in, in, you know, business up there in Toronto. And, and, uh, and then we got a guy that just kind of puts the whole show together. So, um, yeah, it's, I, so really all I do is, you know, come in here and hopefully talk baseball. And it's funny. I was listening to it the other day. Uh, you know, my mom, my mom's 85 Casey and she, you know, she's a wonderful lady, but you know, she's still giving advice, right? You know how moms are, right? She so she says so so to to prep it here I'm 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 looking at myself on the screen to make sure everything looks all right right so anyway she she texts me calls me the other day said uh, John 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 she's from Boston you know she says uh, hey I loved your show but don't sit so close to the screen your head looks too big <laughs> I said mom I got a big head you know that's, a genetic, <laughs> that's your fault you know. So, mom, so mom's critiquing you now. Was she doing that when you were managing? No, 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 no. Like she you know, wasn't jumping in, being like, "Why the hell did you take that picture out in the eighth inning?" No, 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 no. She, uh, you know, she doesn't follow sports. She's she she's happy with what I'm doing, but she doesn't get involved like that. You know, thank God. You know, uh, but, but she like does she like the podcast overall, other than your face being too close, or, or what other critiques? Yeah, yeah, she really likes it. You know, that, that that's her son right there. You know, she she, she I love loves that in the. Uh, Maybe maybe she don't want me to get too close because my my complexion or something is not real good or something or you know you get these little cold sores or wherever they're at you know well you know I wasn't gonna point that out I was just gonna let you go I mean 
Are you staring at it? it? No, I can't see it from here. I can't. Are you kidding me? First of all, I'm like half blind without glasses on, but I can't see it from here. I don't wear glasses purposely, so I don't have to see myself. Ah, what was that movie? Was it Austin Powers when they? Yeah, yeah, Austin Powers. Yeah, 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 yeah. The good news is, is since I, it's my podcast, not yours, I'll move on so you have to explain how you got the sore. As uh, <laughs> you, you are, you are, it's seemingly so proud and into what the Jays are doing. And yes. when you leave, you know, you mentioned family, right? And in talking to your managers and coaches over the years, you're like a proud papa, right? I mean, with with players that you have, I mean, even guys like JD, like Donaldson, who are not there anymore, right there. Wherever players go, w- kind of give me a sense of your tie to to that team with the Jays that you still feel as you watch. Well, Casey, you know what? Uh, you know, I spent some uh, gosh, it was probably fifteen years total up there, right? In the you know, I was originally um, uh, drafted by the Mets as a player. Like, oh, I remember. I know. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. So, I know you're yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. so and then, then that was, my, that's where I started my coaching career in the minor leagues. And then I, of course, ended up in Toronto. So, you know, those, those will always be my teams, you know, because I spent so much time there and, and I'm fond of them. People treated me so well. Ah, that's right, brother. And uh, so, um, so naturally I have that tie and, you know, um, and I, I have that bond with the fans, you know, and, and, uh, and then there was a few players that are still playing, guys like Tim Meza, you know, Romano was coming along at the end. And, and uh, of course, you got uh, Blatty Jr. and Bichette. They weren't on our team, but they spent time with us in spring training. So I got to know them. So so I have that connection, you know. Um, and they're good. And, and I love, I, you know, I love watching them play. And, and uh, so, so I'm rooting for them because, uh, you know, I'm a fan and, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm part of that organization, good or bad, whatever your viewpoint is. But uh, so I follow them now. And uh, can you hey, can you hey, watch baseball without guy. managing? Can huh? you watch baseball without managing it in your head? Yes and no. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 you know what the, you know what the beauty of baseball. You know it. It's it's uh, there's so many different ways you can do things, right? There's everybody's got their opinions and ideas. That's kind of the beauty of baseball, right? And so um, you know, so now I'll watch it. No, and it's 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 much easier now. I guarantee. But I'll sit there and go and and. and what the heck are you doing? You yeah, know, I would have done that, right? Yeah, or yeah, after the fact, you know, when when it when it didn't play <laughs> out, you know. And it, <laughs> so is it so, easier that way? It's funny how it's easier that way, right? Oh yeah, I love it. You know, I love it. So. When you when you sit there and, and you're watching this team, it, you know, it's funny because I, I want to talk some Jays a bit, and we'll bounce around here. But I was when I talk to people in Toronto who are closer to it, and I'm down here in Atlanta now. I, I'm surprised at the expectations and how high they seem to be. And I look at it like people not allowing Bo Bichette to be 24 years old. Like, you know, before he went on this hot streak, Gibby, a couple months ago, people were like, well, you, what's wrong with him, right? What's wrong with Vlad Jr.? Because they, they don't understand the cat and mouse game. And these kids are 24. And everyone's Mike Trout, right? Or Albert Pujols. Right. How much do you think they've been a victim of expectations? Like, because they've had a good year and seemingly no one's ever happy. Are you feeling that? I mean, what's the sense you get on that team? Yeah, definitely. You know, and that's what, you know, when you're so young, like both those guys were, and you set the bar so high, right? Because they came, they both came out of the gates really well. And, and, uh, uh, and with Bo, you know, when I first got on social media, you know, right away, everybody's saying, well, hey, what's wrong with Bobish yet? You know, is he, you know, we don't like him at shortstop. He's not hitting, blah, blah, blah. And then I was pulling up his numbers. I'm going, you know, he's in, in the team's in a playoff spot, right? So I'm saying, you got a guy playing shortstop on a playoff bound team right now. 
he, he's got he, last year he drove in 100 runs right how many shortstops ever do that you know and he was on his way to doing it again and all those things and i'm, and I'm going you know it looks pretty he looks pretty good to me you know and yeah I was watching all the games but i'm thinking numbers wise you know i don't know how you're gonna beat it you know and then uh and so I've shot out a tweet. It's it's hey, listen, basically give the guy a break, man. Cheer him on. You know, if the team decide the front office decides to move him off shortstop, they'll do it during the offseason. But there's like a month and a half left, and you're going That's to the right. playoffs. Ace right? twenty four. Yeah, yeah. Plus, you know what? Twenty nine other teams would love to have him. Oh yeah, Are you kidding? Yeah. yeah, I mean, come on. Well, obviously twenty eight. We got this Lindor guy into Europe, but I want to get into that. Well, in cases, you know, with Vladdy Jr., right? You know, he comes out, he could have won the MVP last year if it wasn't for Otani, right? You know, in this two way, uh, incredible talent, by the way. Um, and now it's, uh, you know, Vladdy's hitting too many ground balls and all that. Okay, I, I get that. That's in this day and age, that's, you know, they want you to lift it and elevate it. And I, I, I get all that. But you look at his numbers too. He's sitting on a pretty, another pretty damn good year, right? And I think he got the walk off winning hit last night, but with a line drive. But one thing he always had, he was a line drive hitter. And he, I mean, he wasn't, getting carried away with lifting the ball, you know, and he, and he had great plate discipline. He wasn't like his dad. He swung at everything. Right. And then uh, I think he, when he got into trouble, he started expanding the zone a little bit, you know, naturally, maybe as a, as a young kid, but it's like, I guess, you know, I think that happens to maybe a lot of great players, especially the young ones. It's like, you know, it's, it's like, why you set that bar and it's now it's what, what have you done lately? You know, I've never experienced that. I, I don't no, know. Me you neither. know, yeah, me you know neither. And, uh, very few have. Right. Um, so, but you know, that, that's just the way baseball is, you know, and, and, uh, that's what all sports is. And, and I mean, that's, that's really the, the world right now, you know, if you don't do, I, I say this all the time. It's like, you know, DeGrom just gave up he, the first time since 2017. I think he gave up four runs in, in like, you know, three innings and he went like a million starts. They're like, what's wrong with him? I mean, other than he's yeah. human, like other than he's human, yeah, like it took him four years to have a bad outing. I think we got some people, I think it was out against Oakland, right? Went it against Oakland. Yeah, and, against Oakland. Yeah. That's really got it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what the hell, what's wrong with DeGrom? But, you know, that's the crazy part is, you know, and that's what makes, I think, what, what Albert did his first 10 years. I mean, everyone's talking about now. It's like I mean, you know, nobody could get him out. Like, Trout, that, we're talking about, like, the 1% of 1%. Like, these are the, the top level of Hall of Famers. Everybody else got that cat and mouse. What was, what was your approach to young players who got on themselves? Because you know this as well as I do and much better than I do, that, you know, top athletes are harder on themselves than anybody else could be. If, right. if they're not, then they're not going to be great. What was your approach when, when young kids got on themselves too much? Cause I know that that is a real thing that happens. Yeah. You know what, Casey, you know what, basically I, I, I try, you know, I, a lot of, a lot of ways I'd leave them alone, pat them on the back, you know, try to build them up that way. Right. Um, because you know we, we all know in the big leagues it's you know it's it's difficult it's not it's not easy and you know now they're making that jump and they're, they're, there's pre they put pre extra pressure on themselves there's outside pressure there's media exposure you know and in uh what just drives me crazy because it happened to me too as a player you know i got to the mets you know i was 21 a young kid in uh you know i a decent hitter in the minor leagues i finally got there and i struggled what have you early on and now it's you got to make changes you got to change your batting style i'm going Next thing you know, you forget how you hit. So one thing when I got, you know, when I became a manager and a coach, I think it's very important that, you know, just because our title's a coach doesn't mean we have to coach all the time, right? 
and I think the worst thing you can do when these kids, especially like we're talking about these, uh, you know, can't miss guys, they get there and they struggle at all a little bit. I guarantee it's nothing physical, you know, because they've always hit and they can't miss and everybody in their brothers knows they're going to be a good player. It's usually right here. And it's a confidence thing. It's being able to relax. Um, so that I would take that approach that, Hey, Hey, relax, go out there. Maybe if they need a day off, give them a day off, but keep, you know what? Smartest thing you can do, keep throwing them out there, man. Good or bad. Um, you can, don't jump ship, but, but whatever you do, don't try to, don't try to change who they are. And, and that, cause back to Vladdy Jr. I, they, a couple of years ago, they were asking me this all the time, or I get some questions, you know, what's wrong with them, blah, blah, blah. All I say was leave them alone, you yeah. know, go do, flip, uh, do some flip drills with them or whatever, and then just pat them on the butt, man. Let, hey, go get them, kid. And I will guarantee you he'll figure it out, you know. And, uh, but, you know, that's, that's because, you know what, if you start coaching too much, well, that's the thing. You're gone, man. You're fired. So, that's, well, you shoot. Everybody gets fired anyway. I mean, look, yeah, I mean, right. You, Charlie, in a playoff position, you get fired in the middle of the season, right? So, I mean, it's it's yes, uh, yeah. That's that's the way I, you had uh, Alec Manoa on your your last time. I I love watching this kid pitch. I love his fire. To me, you know, it's interesting because not every ace. Degrom's a great example. He and Max are in the same rotation. I watched Max Serzer, who much more like a Manoa type, where you just you're feeling that energy and that I'm out there to dominate you. And Degrom is like more like Kershaw, where it's like it. The compete level's there, but it's almost like, you know, watching Maddox, it was like he was operating on you. Yes. How much do you love – got to love Manoa's energy that he's bringing every – when he's out there, we know the stuff is there, but that energy, man, that's infectious. Yeah, and I, and I love those kind of guys. You know, he, start with he's a big man, right? So he's intimidating and all that. And, it, and I told him yesterday, you, you got you to gotta use that to your advantage, man. You know what I mean? It, it's it's the, That's CVS. Their cold sore meds are ready for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, hey, you know, hey, I mean, yes, I take a prescription. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what, though, Case? Yeah, you know, and that's a kind of, I mean, fans love that, man. They love some personality and things like that. It doesn't mean you have to be that way to be successful, no. But there's just, there's something about it. And, and you know what, I think it, I think with the Blue Jays as a young team, uh, you know, they make, they, they they get in the postseason here and they get up in some in in the against a tough team and when it when it matters. You want he's a guy you're gonna follow, you're gonna lead. He may get emotional, but you know it kind of rouses you. I think it helps other people around you relax, you know, and instead of everybody just being stiff robots and they can still be good, but it's kind of like he loosens things up. And you know what? He's gonna back you up. And you know, if things get hairy, you just get behind him, you know. And and uh and if somebody wants to fight with you, well, I'd get yeah, behind him. He ready. Yeah big yeah. you know and, yeah, he's, and he's beautiful for the sport but then you talk to him because I, I i didn't know him until i'd heard a lot of things about him until yesterday but he's he's a genuine guy he's got a big old heart man you know and the, you know he's in the he's kind of like a gentle giant you know but when he gets out there man he kicks it in and, and uh, uh yeah there's so there's a lot of things to be uh that that uh, is there's reasons why people are attracted to him your first episode, you, you had uh, the bringer of rain himself, J.D. Donaldson, on. It, you know, it's funny because in and I, I've, I've talked to him many times, but I most of the conversations and it, it always stood out to me. I remember even being at, at a, a golf course doing some event when I was ho hosting with Cliffy with Cliff Floyd, and we we're talking to to him. And you could be anywhere, and he'll dive into. He's such a baseball student, like he thinks the game at bats. 
how how he how guys are approaching him, how the game is approaching. He's so thoughtful in all of that. Yes. How hard is has this been for him to not put out the offensive output that that he wants to? Because defensively, he's still been brilliant. Offensively, and look, he's dealt with injuries and age. He did it for a long time, but he's not putting out the same output. And that's a guy who's hard on himself. Did you sense has that been difficult for him? You know what, Casey? You know what? No, I didn't sense that come from. But you know, it. it I mean, he's he is getting older, you know, and and it, it does catch up with you. All I know is, you know, he's got four walk-off game-winning hits this year. So he's, he's, you know, he's done some good things at the, and he's always had that knack, you know, doing the a big thing at the when the team needs it, right? Regardless of what kind of year he's having. Uh, and I thought he was a, a great pickup for the Yankees when it happened because, I mean, I I viewed the Yankees, you know, uh, you know, the great talent, a great team, but they're almost, you know, there's almost too polished, you know. There's just it just it didn't seem like that grit, that get dirty, that fight you kind of stuff, you know. When you think about Paul O'Neill's and uh, Reggie Jackson's, back 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 to those Thurman Munson's, you know, and Pinellas, you know, I just viewed them. Maybe I was just a kid, but I viewed them. You know, they're rugged. You know, instead of but you know, not a bunch of pretty boys. They got know? pretty. They got pretty. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. You know, um, you're, hey, you're on Broadway, man. You know, so, but I thought Josh is a perfect addition to that team, regardless how he produces, because he's going to ruffle some feathers. You know, he's going to piss some people off, and they may, you know, they're going they're going to be shocked by a little bit. I think that at the at the beginning, but I think I thought that would be good for him. You know, and uh, might not be good for Booney, but I thought it'd be good. For the team. <laughs> Actually, but but how much? Let me ask you about that. How much is that actually helpful? That there's that edge in the room, so the manager doesn't have to supply it all the time. No, I I agree. You know, and I was fortunate, uh, not because only because they were great players, but I had him and Donaldson. You know, and then uh, Russell Martin. You know, oh sure, Russell was a little more under control. You know, a little. But the other two, you know, in in the they they disliked throughout the league because they were so good. They beat you all the time, and they. They wore their emotions on their sleeves, but yeah, it, uh, you know, they, they would, they would rev things up. They'd get things going, you know, they'd stay on each other and things like that. And I think a team needs that, you know, it, uh, the long uh, season, it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a boring season at times. It's long, it's monotonous. And that's the thing. It's like, you go back to the Yankees. I think you mentioned O'Neill. I think of Jorge Posada, who was that Derek yeah. Jeter wasn't, you know, getting in dudes faces, but it's like, you know, Cardinal, if I'm a Cardinals player, I'm afraid of Yadier Molina. You need that. You need I, that. I, I agree. You know, you like to look at the end of the game and see dirt all over somebody's uniform. Yes. You know? Yes. Well, the Yankees uh, always doing those calisthenics, always like they're the like synchronized swimmers, right? It's yeah. Like, On this it, new team. It's not the, the old team. One. Hey, old look, team. I felt I live my whole life. My whole my whole family are Yankee fans, except me. I was named after Casey Stengel and not because he was the Met manager, but oh. with real success with the Yankees. And I made the dumb mistake when I was little. Here's how I'm going to rebel against my parents. I'm going to be a Met fan. And <laughs> like, boy, has that brought me a lot of therapy. <laughs> Did they kick you out of the house? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I look, I know because I think it was a good reminder of all the winning they were doing with all the bullshit that I was having <laughs> to deal with. I wanted to ask you about that, though, because. So I, I had the chance to, yeah, I've talked to a bunch of people who have, you know, been around the Mets organization and old timers day that they just had and all of this. And it's funny how many people who were part of this organization at any point are feeling pride, seeing what Steve Cohen has done in, in this organization. And a lot of it, because look, he's got tons of money, 
but he's got tons of money and he's a Met fan. So he wanted to go ahead, right, and and bring back the childhood and the tradition and, and all of that. Even from afar, are you, are you as part of that organization as you were for a long time? Are you proud of, of kind of the fact that, that they're doing the things that are, are bringing this franchise back? Yeah, I, th- I think I think that's huge. You know, when, uh, uh, you know, I knew the Wilpons. They were, you know, they were there when I first, you know, first it was Double Day Wilpon, you know, the 49, 51%, whatever it was. And then when, you know, uh, Double Day sold his portion. And, and, uh, and I'm very, fun. I, I really like both of them. But then things, you know, things happen. And then, you know, the, uh, you know, the, I guess the thing with the Madoff thing. And so there was a money crunch or whatever. And it just, and, it, and then it seemed like it was a lot of alienation, you know, from the ex players and things you'd hear them talk. And, and I'm, I'm an outside observer anyway. And uh, so there was kind of a bad feeling, maybe whether it was justified or not, I don't know. And then you, then, then this happens. Cohen buys the team, and yeah, like you said, there's the if your owner's a fan, you know what? He's probably pretty good, you know, because he's he's into it. He's invested. He, you know, he's going to do whatever it takes, right? I would think. And you know, of course, he's got the uh, resources to do it. But I, I think, yeah, he's he's it's been tr- uh, tremendous over there with him, and and you just get that good feeling, you know. And he's he loves history, the history of the team. That's important because there was, you know what. There's a lot of good players, a lot of great players over the years, and they, like I said, they've been, they felt alienated. Why wouldn't you want these guys around? You know, if, if anything, the fans love them, and I think it's a tremendous thing they had the old timers. Oh, it's amazing, amazing. Yeah, and then you know what? It kind of, and you, you see the results they're having this year. It kind of restored some of that pride. And, you know, of course, yes. they got a good team. There's no doubt about it. But he seems like the guy. He's he's willing to do whatever it takes. Uh, and, and on the flip side, just like Steinbrenner was, right? Yes. Oh, she, that's how, Gibby, people don't realize they think it's a joke. Like I tell people who are young, like I, when, the way I grew up was you open up the New York Post and there was like a message from George Steinbrenner that he would pay for the space for to the fans basically saying, I'm sorry, we're horse shit. And like people like think that's like not real. Like he was so invested with his own money, but cared it was it was he was like with the fans against the team half the time right like it was just weird the way that that is like people think that that's like some kind of urban legend but to your point if you grow up a fan like steve cohen before he's an owner he's in his office on a on a text saying why the hell aren't they doing this why are the wilpons doing that and now he gets a chance to right all those wrongs i mean how much down on the field do you feel like you've been part of different organizations? Do you feel when ownership cares? Can you feel that on the field? I know personnel you can, but how is that tangible as a manager? Well, you know what? The, the, the two major league teams I worked with, you know, the Toronto and, and Kansas City in the big leagues, uh, you know, Toronto's corporately owned. There's only two of me, Atlanta Braves and Toronto, you know, so it's, it's, it's totally different, right? Yeah. You know, it's part of the, you know, it's a, part of a, uh, a conglomerate giant. Yeah, yeah right and uh so sometimes you wonder you know uh because you, you hear all these grumblings about not spending money here and there and, and uh but they get answered uh, you know shareholders and all that it's i guess it could be sometimes it's good sometimes it's bad you know, we corporately own because you know sometimes you think well maybe they don't even know they own a team which can be good if things aren't going well but then but then like you said we're talking about cohen here if, if it's privately owned, this guy's they're vested in it, you know, it's, you know, they're going to do whatever it takes. And, uh, and then Kansas city was, uh, privately owned and yeah, the owner cared, you know, they didn't have the resources necessarily being a, a small Midwestern market, but he cared. And uh, that that's especially in New York, right. You know, of all, of all the cities, 
you got to have some, somebody's got to go all in, you know, they can't, I don't, the, through the good and the bad, you know, they, they got to be vested and say, you know what, I'm going to, you know, I need the money. Obviously you need the money to do it, but there's no excuse for a New York team not to be uh, to uh, on the upper end of spending and all that stuff and bringing in the marquee players. Cause fans love stars, man. So you gotta, you gotta sign those guys. All right. I want to uh, close with, let's do some fun questions on, on uh, let's, let's, We'll close getting to know you for for the the um, both the Canadian fans of which you're number one overall, and for the Amer- everybody around the world is listening. Let let's start with one of my simple questions I had prepared. When I go to somebody's Twitter, right, and you just now long you've been on Twitter, like it's what three four months it hasn't been that long, right? Is it even? No, oh, it hasn't been. Maybe a couple months. Yeah, couple months. Okay, so you had to decide what am I going to put on there, right? It says former manager of the Toronto Blue Jays. Then it says professional athlete. <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. How does that get on there? I, don't, I, I told you, I had, my, my partner, he kind of ran it, you know? I just kind of... I mean, now, now look, I understand you, that you, like you were a professional athlete. <laughs> I love that. I was like, professional athlete. Like, well, it's true. It's not like it's not... And by the way, it says, I guess, August of 2022. Uh, who is filming these little vignettes that you're doing like these? Cause that's how, when I first saw that you jumped on Twitter and I saw you hang it out. And then by the way, it's gotten more glamorous. Cause like, it was like you like inside just chilling out, like in the living room or wherever. Now, like you've got like the nice, the night view with like your hand, like out here, like your, your arms around somebody at the movies. I've gone who's Hollywood, fil- man. Who filming these? That's my wife. Your wife is filming these. Yeah, my wife, you know, and she she's trying to make me look as, as the best I can, right? And, uh, who, who, how many takes are you doing of these? Oh, uh, right. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I'm more concerned about that than she is. You know, it's like, hey, how does it look? And, 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 and hey, Casey, in the back of my mind, mind I have my mother like, oh, your head's too big. Your head's too big. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was telling Christy, my wife, the other night when she was filming that one that we saw in the backyard, uh, when my, my arm's out there, I go, Hey, hey, take a picture. Let me see how that. I want. I don't want to make sure you're too close, you know, and all this. So now I'm paranoid about that. But she, but she does all that. I, you know, what? I'm, I don't want anything too posh. We, we're going to try to keep it casual. And uh, but it's amazing how I many people look at that stuff, you know. Oh, it's fan, it's fantastic. I love it. Um, you put up a thing of uh, now. I happen to love Jack Nicholson. That's like, I mean, yeah, I love Jack. I, I, I mean, you know, what did you explain it? So for people who are going to go into Twitter, so you, you sit there on the 18th. Now, are you telling me that you think you look like Jack? No, but you'd be amazed how many people tell me that. You know, really? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm talking. Maybe it's the pictures. There's a you could have found there. a better picture of Jack. My God, I mean, you, you well, found no, one. But, but I saw, hey, Case, I saw some resemblance. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when, when he's sitting there, he's holding. It. Yeah, but I, it, you know, I, people told me that Toronto, and then uh, I was going through a Starbucks the other day in. Uh, you know, the girl at the window said, she says, because I go in there every day, right? And she says, you know what? We've, we've kind of did, done a polling in here who you look like. And I'm going, really? I guess I'm here too often. And I said, who? And they said, Jack Nicholson. I'm going, you got No way. Cool. Really? Yeah. I, can, I, I do see some rem- Maybe resemblance. like younger. Maybe, maybe. I, maybe, you know what? Maybe like they cleaned up like in A Few Good Men, which is like my favorite movie. Like where hey, he's all clean. Hey, Could you clean shave it? A few good men. You that's want me on that wall, by the oh, way. Oh, dude, that's my. Now, now let, let me ask you about free time because clearly you're not filming vignettes all the time and do takes. So, like, what are you? 
are you a movie guy? Like, what are you doing to keep busy? Like, what are you doing down there? Give, give me, like, you're done. We stopped talking. What are you doing the rest of the afternoon? Like, well, I tell you what, I, I used to doing? love movies and go. When I was in Toronto, we when we first go around, we we day games at, at uh, on Saturday, Sunday, one yep. o'clock. Right? And I was up there. My family wasn't up there. And there was like a movie theater. I lived downtown by the dome. And there's a movie theater two blocks down. Every day I'd go there and get a big old thing of popcorn and, and sit there and fall asleep, whatever. So I love movies. But then when COVID hit, you know, we kind of lost some interest. That's right. It, didn't go. Uh, what I do now is 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 my wife's uh, really into photography. You know, she's really good photographer. So I we might go places and you know I'm just I'm the caddy. You know, I'll carry her equipment around. It's, I'm a, I got, she's not taking uh, photos of you. Huh? <laughs> no. she doesn't have that, she doesn't, she, well, she hasn't purchased a wide lens yet, you know. <laughs> but but I, I got I'm the spotter, man. I'm looking for these because she loves she really loves wildlife, you know. So like nature, okay. So like yeah. birds, and you talking about like like, well, just no, like animals we, or? Well, we went out to Yellowstone, you know. Oh, a few nice, months ago. beautiful. And so fell in love with the buffalo and things in the beautiful. So we're going out there again in a couple of weeks and going to go see the wild horses in like Utah and things. So that's kind of, that's kind of what I do in, in uh uh you know it's funny I'm semi-retired but it's it doesn't seem like I do a whole lot And what does day. that mean semi-retired? Meaning like you, you want to get back into the game or or podcasting well, yeah, and hosting is sort of a job. No, I, I would love to manage again. You know it's you know I don't know if there's a crack left but it's kind of on my last gasp, you know. But uh up until recently when I started doing this I was working for the Braves, you know, as a uh, uh you know scout special assignment type stuff and then i resigned when i started doing this stuff so that's what i mean by semi-retired but uh you know my days are full for some reason it doesn't seem like i do a whole lot but somehow they they you know they i don't know where the time goes now i know you, you gotta i want to get to this before i let you run you got the book gibby that you're you're have you put it together where how how far are you in the process in the book and what's that process what's it been like being part of a book process Hey, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, I've enjoyed it, but you know what happened when, when, when I got canned in eight, 2018, right? Like the, the last day in Toronto and like three or four reporters and they were buddies of mine that, you know, cover the team and all that said, Hey, if you ever write a book, I want to write it. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm telling you like three or four of us, really? I said, come on. You know what? He was going to read, thought it was going to be a coloring book or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so case, you know what? And so I said, nah, I'm not interested. You know what the heck? And then this, Think you know a couple of years passed, and then somebody brought it up to me again. It's uh, what the heck? We'll have I'll, I'll see where it goes. We'll try it. And so it got hooked up with a uh, uh, writer, and he started doing it. And it's been you know it was actually kind of, you know the fun part was looking back over you know your life and your career and reminiscing and all that. And then the, so what he did, he put the book together and he sent it to me, and I had to edit the thing. And I've done that twice. It's like. I'm crying loud. If I'm editing, editing all this, I should have just written the book myself. You know, man. Say, what, what, I, what are you? Ed, are you editing stories and things like? Or you're doing the grammar? Yeah. What do you mean? You're, you, 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 I don't like the exclamation point there. What do you? What do you mean editing? No, I'm making sure that the story is accurate. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And I want to make it sound sound like it's me, you know? Because gotcha. I, I, gotcha. I plan on you know uh, those audio books. I plan on reading. You know, I'm sure there'll be a lot of. Uh, uh, Your mother's uh, going to critique the shit out of that. You know that? <laughs> oh, weird. <laughs> You know, she, she's hey, she's she's eighty five now, so she's starting. She's losing her hearing anyway, and uh, so so we battle over that. She says, "I said, Mom, you know, I, I we can't, I, you know, we, you can't hear me. We can't talk all the time about this." And she goes, "No, it is wrong. You're mumbling. You mum, you're a mumbler. You know, it's not my fault. You're mumbling." And she's right, you know. So so she is definitely gonna she's gonna tell me, "Hey, John, 
I don't do the book over again. You're mumbling too much. I said, well, you know what? Once again, it's genetics. You know, yeah, the most important part, you're having fun. So yeah, that's, that's, I, I really am. You know, life's good. That's you know, it. Like, the game's been good to me, and, and so many good, so many people have been really good to me. I appreciate you giving me a few. Uh, I don't know if there's anybody who doesn't already know that you're on Twitter, but if it's possible, uh, we're gonna make sure that, that they keep uh, knowing that your vignettes and and pretty pictures and all sorts of stuff. I mean, look. <clears throat> I, I seen enough crap of like, you know, like, I, you know, OJ in his backyard taking pictures that I'll, I'll watch you take videos of yourself in your backyard all day. So we're good with that. Just keep them PG. Appreciate well, just, you, Gibby. Just pretend like you're looking at Jack Nicholson, man. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I can't handle the truth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Casey, it's been a pleasure, pal. I'm glad you tracked me down. I'd love to do it again, man. We will. I appreciate you. You can stay on board the Unfiltered Revolution at Casey Stern everywhere you get your podcast, Apple, Spotify, etc. on down the line. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.